Guests are being supplied with water pistols at some luxury hotels to ward off aggressive seagulls. Uh, the city's 1,000-strong population of birds has become increasingly bold, swooping down to steal food out of unsuspecting visitors' hands as they dine on hotel terraces. Blasted nuisance they are. On one occasion, a gull flew off with an entire steak, just as the waiter lifted the lid off the place he was serving it on, said Enrico Mazzocco, manager of the Monaco and Grand Canal Hotel. And the four-star pad in the centre of Venice finally decided to take action after a gull snatched a croissant out of a guest's hand as he was lifting it to his mouth. Uh, water guns are now placed on diners' tables with guests encouraged to take aim to keep them away. As snacks are also served under serviettes and customers are advised to reach underneath to retrieve them rather than uncover the dish. Now, the Grissy Palace Hotel on the Grand Canal has introduced a similar measure, handing out orange water pistols to customers. They dislike the colour, apparently, according to the manager. Just seeing the pistols is enough to keep the birds away. Now, you don't even need to use them, you just need to keep them on the table. Now, previously, attacks by up to 15 gulls were not uncommon, causing serious disruption. Uh, more aggressive strategies have also been mooted to protect tourists in La Serenissima. Uh, Claudia Scarpa, president of the Venice Hoteliers Association, argued that birds of prey could be the answer. We could introduce a falcon-sharing system between hotels, with one falconer sending a falcon to cover distant terraces. Summon orange, the did falconer. You say, did you say orange was the colour? Hmm. You know which colour they used to catch frogs? No. Red. Why? Well, in France. Bourgogne, to, to fish for frogs, for frogs' legs. Yes. They use uh, the colour red because they're attracted to it. Quite hard to catch a frog, isn't it, when you Are think about blind? it? Are they colourblind? Well, obviously not, no. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a fascinating fact I learned the other day. So I had, um, when I was living in Nice in my, my rooftop terrace, I, I was um, defrosting some frozen steaks out there and a seagull swooped down well, and licked one yeah. of them. And Great big massive steak <laughs> with its beak. And once they know, they go back, don't they? Once they... They know where the food is. They have their favourite fish and chip shops and things like that. <laughs> well, didn't didn't uh, make the same mistake again twice. Well, they have their favourite fish and chip shops. Hey, mate, can you put some more vinegar yes, on this? Yes, I told you that, that last week. You don't listen. <laughs> These chips are a bit soggy. <laughs> when you were in Nice, huh? Which means those are the days. Those are the been days. Been hearing about your antics when you were in Nice. You've been hearing about my antics. <laughs> oh dear. Well, from Charlie Kentish, who hates. The Press Review is brought to you by BMW Côte d'Azur. Uh, the Guardian says Joe Biden raised the stakes with Russia over its unprovoked invasion of Ukraine by warning that NATO would be forced to respond if the Kremlin resorted to using chemical weapons. Speaking in the aftermath of the emergency NATO and G7 summits in Brussels, the US president said that any retaliation would be proportional, though he would not confirm this. He would insist on military action. We would respond, Biden said in response to a question about what NATO would do. We would respond if he uses it. The nature of the response would depend on the nature of the use. Uh, the paper says the US wanted to see Russia thrown out of the G20 club of leading economic nations, although Biden complained that wasn't immediately possible because Indonesia and others did not agree. And in this morning's Le Mans, French carmaker Renault says it has suspended operations at its Moscow factory after a call for a boycott of the company. The ongoing presence of French companies in Russia has become an increasingly controversial subject as the war in Ukraine enters its second month. Ukraine's foreign minister on Wednesday called for a global boycott of Renault over its earlier refusal to leave the Russian market in the aftermath of the Kremlin's invasion of Ukraine.
Now, the LA Times reports that President Biden and leaders of NATO allies agreed to double the organization's troop presence in Eastern Europe during a flurry of wartime summitry on Thursday in Brussels in an effort to keep the alliance united in its efforts to punish Russia for its invasion of, the, of Ukraine. Now, the United States also plans to accept 100,000 Ukrainian refugees into the country and to donate a billion dollars to help European nations flooded with Ukrainians fleeing the war. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Mies Premium Motors, Bayern Avenue Can, BMW Store Monaco, and JPV Fréjus. Boost your business with the electrified range by BMW. Find all the BMW business drive offers at your car dealer. The Feel Good Friday Pop Quiz. Certainly is. Question number one. On this day in 1967, the Turtles started a three-week run at number one in the US with which song? Happy Together. Correct. Question number two. Uh, born on this day in 1947, it's his birthday today. Singer, songwriter, pianist and also known as Reg. <laughs> what, Reg Dwight? Yeah. Sir Elton John. It is, it's his birthday. Is it today? Yeah, today. Oh, happy go. birthday, Reg. And finally, on this day in 1969, John Lennon and Yoko Ono started their three-week uh, long, their week-long, sorry, uh, bed-in in a presidential suite in which hotel? Oh, I was in Amsterdam, wasn't it? Um, the Savoy? Is that your final answer? The Ritz. No. The Hilton? Yes, <laughs> the Amsterdam Hilton Hotel. There you go. Got there eventually. 23. The local news, brought to you by the Caisse d'Epargne Monaco Business Centre, a banking branch of the Caisse d'Epargne Côte d'Azur, assisting companies and real estate professionals at 27 Boulevard des Moulins in Monaco. Find out more at CECAZ, that's C-E-C-A-Z hyphen monaco.com. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio, with the latest local news for the south of France. Sarah Leicester has the top stories across the Riviera. The Town Hall of Chaos in the Outmaritime has opened a psychological unit for its inhabitants and the employees of the Town Council following the death of its first Deputy Mayor, Yvon Raymond. A 50-year-old Raymond was found dead from a bullet wound on Wednesday afternoon after allegedly taking his own life. In other news this morning, police in the VAR have arrested two serial thieves of bicycles and electric scooters. Numerous stolen items were found at the home of one of the suspects, including ten electric bicycles and scooters, as well as mobile phones. The two had been operating in the region for several months. A 45-year-old man has been taken into police custody after posing as a primary school teacher. The incident occurred in Douai in northern France when the individual arrived at the school premises pretending to be a supply teacher and gave a lesson to CM1 and CM2 students. As staff were alerted by his strange behaviour and filed a complaint with the police. He was later caught attempting to enter a second establishment under the same pretext. The man is already known to the authorities. Property tax, known as tax foncière, is set to increase in Toulon in the VAR. The announcement at the City Council on Thursday has been met with strong criticism. It is indeed the first time in 12 years that there has been an increase in the tax, which will affect homeowners with a jump from 4 to 5%. 
French Prime Minister Jean Castex has refused to hold a debate with the national rally co- candidate Marine Le Pen ahead of the first round of the elections on April the 10th. Uh, during a campaign promotion on Thursday in Seine-Saint-Denis, Castex refused Marine Le Pen's proposal after it was known that the far-right candidate had previously opposed to any debate with the other candidates, uh, such as far-left candidate Jean-Luc Mélenchon, Republican Valérie Pécresse and far-right Eric Zemmour, uh, saying she was only willing to debate with President Emmanuel Macron or the Prime Minister. According to an INSERM study, the consumption of sweeteners is associated with a higher risk of cancer. French researchers conducted a study on more than 10,000 people between 2009 and 2021. Sweeteners, which give a little sweet taste to food while reducing their added sugar content, are consumed on a daily basis by millions of people. Uh, But according to the study uh, carried out by the researchers from INSERM, INRAM and Paris-Sorbonne University, these food additives are associated with an increased risk of cancers, in particular breast cancer and cancers linked to obesity. Organisers of Jazz à Juin have announced this year's lineup, including Paul Anker, George Benson and John Legend. It had already been announced that Herbie Hancock and Van Morrison will be performing at the Jazz Festival, with tickets going on sale on March the 31st. The festival runs from July the 6th to the 19th. And it's good news all round as it's been announced that Nice will host the official base camp for the Scotland team during the 2023 Rugby World Cup. And the tournament takes place at venues across France in September and October of next year. Traffic and Travel, brought to you by Aston Martin Cab, your new exclusive dealer on the French Riviera. Website's rubbish. What website? The Rugby World Cup. Is website, it? yeah. Oh. I tried to buy some tickets last week and uh, it said that packs were available for, you know, a few matches and a go and uh, it wouldn't let me do it. So I wrote to them and they said, oh, blah, 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 sorry due to high demand high and all the rest of it. But, uh, yeah. uh, right, I was going to do the sport, but it's actually the uh, the travel news, so let's do that. Not too bad on the motorway, actually. A bit of Friday ISIS, perhaps. Westbound is slow, Rock of and that's about the size of it. Monaco Tunnel's quite busy, but not normally as busy as it is. Uh, it is during the week. Uh, still slow after those traffic lights, though. Uh, roadworks on the Basconish and Marla causing a few delays. Fuara Pina Nice looking very slow eastbound from the Russian church area up through the tunnel. Penetrance coming down from Mujan to the motorway. That's looking quite slow now. Trains fine. Everything OK at Nice Coastal Airports. Traffic and travel brought to you by Aston Martin Cannes, a Chopin Automobile Group dealership. 235 Route du Canet in Mujan. Find out more at astonmartincan.com. Riviera Radio, Sports News. Football. Wales have reached the World Cup playoff final after Gareth Bale scored both goals last night in a 2-1 victory over Austria. Bale struck in the 25th and 51st minutes, and although Austria pulled a goal back on 64 minutes, Wales held on and will now face either Scotland or Ukraine for a place in the World Cup finals. It'll be the first time since 1958 that they do it. Uh, the European champions Italy won't be there, though. Roberto Mancini's side were beaten 1-0 at home by North Macedonia, with the winner coming at the death in the 92nd minutes. It's the second successive time that Italy failed to qualify for the World Cup finals. Don't know what's happened there. Well, have to support France instead, <laughs> won't they? That's the nearest country. Uh, here's more football from BBC Sports. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Andy Barwell at the BBC Sports Centre. The Chelsea star Jorginho was on international duty for his country, Italy. But the European champions won't be at this year's World Cup finals after losing 1-0 to North Macedonia. 
Liverpool star Diogo Jota was on target for Portugal, who were one more win away from qualifying for Qatar after a 3-1 success over Turkey. And the former Spurs star Gareth Bale scored both goals for Wales, who beat Austria 2-1 to reach their playoff final against Scotland or Ukraine. The Saudi media group hasn't made the shortlist of those aiming to buy Premier League club Chelsea. Sources close to the SMG said that Chelsea's eagerness for a quick sale counted against it. We're joining up with another consortium hasn't been ruled out. The Arsenal forward Bukayo Saka will be missing from international duty with England after a positive COVID-19 test. It means he won't be involved in friendlies against Switzerland and Ivory Coast. As for England's captain, the Tottenham Hotspur striker Harry Kane, he is considering using the international nature of club football to highlight human rights concerns at the Qatar World Cup. We'll talk about what we can do. There's a couple of other national captains in my team at Tottenham or maybe talking to other national team captains to see if we can be unified in what we try and do and how we try and approach it. So, yeah, that's something that obviously myself and some of the senior players in, in the team will uh, look to try and achieve over, over the next uh, coming months. And the former Premier League striker Jermaine Defoe has retired from professional football at the age of 39. Defoe scored 304 goals in 762 career club games across his career, adding another 20 goals in 57 England appearances. For more football news on the BBC, go to bbc.com football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Had a good innings, didn't he? He didn't, Defoe to go. Yeah. I'd rather have his uh, friend than the Defoe. Formula One, first practice for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix in Jeddah takes place at 3pm this afternoon with Charles Leclerc looking to repeat his success in the opening race of the season last weekend. Ferrari scored their first 1-2 since 2019 at the Bahrain Grand Prix with Leclerc winning and Carlos Sainz second. The signs are that Ferrari will be strong again this weekend with Red Bull seeking to eliminate the problems that forced both cars to retire in Bahrain and Mercedes still looking to solve their aerodynamic deficiency which is pushing them behind the fastest cars. Second practice this is at 6pm this evening with qualifying at 6pm tomorrow and the race at 7pm on Sunday. I've got a feeling we may well be hearing the uh, Monegasque National Anthem again on Sunday Might night. Might just be, yeah. Cricket. England are in a pickle heading into day two of the third and final test against West Indies in Grenada. West Indies won the toss and elected to field on a lively pitch and England slumped to 114 for nine before tail-enders Saqib Mahmood and Jack Leach restored a veneer of respectability to the score with 49 and 41 not out respectively. Uh, England were bowled out for 204 with West Indies yet to bat. Play resumes at 3pm this afternoon. Uh, some suggestions that the pitch has calmed down a bit now, so, uh, well, that might let uh, West Indies make a fairly decent score as well, although it is a fairly low-scoring pitch all round there. And uh, Australia trying to force victory to win the series on the final day of the third test against Pakistan in Lahore. On day four, the tourists declared their second innings on 227 for three, leaving Pakistan to chase 351 to win. Uh, they are currently 110 for two in their second innings, still needing 241 runs. So it could be an exciting rest of the day's play there. Here's the marine weather forecast. The coastal area is up to 20 miles offshore, the Al-Marasim and Navarre. The general situation is a depression, 1,006 millibars over the Strait of Gibraltar and an anti-cyclone, 1,031 millibars over the North Sea. East uh, winds east northeasterly, force three to five. 
The sea is slight to moderate. Visibility is good. Barometric pressure at Saint Jean Cap Ferrat, 1,026 millibars. And the outlook for Saturday, mainly fine, force three to five northeasterly winds, slight to moderate seas, and good visibility. For North Corsica, winds are south southeasterly, force four to six. The sea is moderate. Visibility is good. Barometric pressure at Cap Corse, 1,026 millibars. And the outlook for Saturday, mainly fine, force three to five easterly winds, slight to moderate seas and good visibility. The weather forecast is brought to you by Camper and Nicholson's Yacht Management Division. Clear skies again today, light to moderate easterly winds, temperatures 17 or 18 degrees, overnight lows 9 to 12 degrees on the coast, 3 to 6 degrees inland with clear skies. The weekend, mainly fine, highs of 18 degrees. The weather forecast brought to you by Camper and Nicholson's Yacht Management Division. Our qualified team of yacht management experts offer bespoke advice and services to owners and captains alike. Visit camperandnicholsons.com. I started to think that it was almost too warm when I was sitting down in JLP yesterday and I said to myself, don't be silly. No. But it was lovely, actually. Very really nice. nice. It's going to last as well, isn't it? Mm, finally. Well, if you're having your breakfast, you might want to sing very loudly to yourself, but this is all I could find. A new study has found that sound wave treatment may be able to break up kidney stones, helping a person avoid the devastating pain that comes along with trying to pass one. Is that a, not a new... That's not a new story, is it? I think there's been some evidence well, of that for quite some time. BWL process uses bursts of sounds to attack the kidney stone and break it into smaller bits. It only requires a quick 10-minute treatment and could help avoid other kidney stone treatments. Uh, it's not very invasive uh, procedure and is much more simple and less resource-intensive than surgery or as painful as trying to pass the stone naturally. Do you want to know a secret? What? John Peel used to keep his in a jar on the mantelpiece. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what kidney stones? <laughs> I didn't read that in his biography. <laughs> Was it called the, uh, the, the something of the... Yeah, the something of the something. Something of the something. <laughs> You're up to date. Oh, I, I believe they're very painful, though, kidney stones. Yeah. So if you are suffering with those, I do uh, express my deepest sympathy. As well as having a haircut, I said, my ears waxed. <laughs> Why do I need to know that? Well, when a gentleman gets to a certain age, there are these nasty growth... Nostril hair if, as well. Well, no, I'd trim those, but <laughs> too much information. No, but I mean... Kidney stones, hair. Oh, you know... Well, yeah, I on. used to look at my uncle's ears and he had all his hair sprouting <laughs> out and I thought, you know, ugh. That must be really painful. No, it's not. It's only what I suppose. I mean, I've, just, first I've time never I've had, had my ears waxed. You've no. had your legs waxed. Yeah, but your ears. Yeah, but that's that can't just, be underarms. No, I mean, that's it's too just painful. a short, sharp shock, really. Oh. And it just, he, he just put the stri that strip... Your eyes water. <laughs> no, no, I I, you know, it was, as I said, it was just a short, sharp shock. <laughs> Dig it. He won't do it again. He was cruising for a brute. No, sorry. <laughs> But uh, no, it's, it's 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 actually very nice not to have nasty little hairs okay. coming out I, of my I, ears. Thank God I haven't got that problem yet. But I don't think women get get no, it. No, we do get they? it. We get it on the chin, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we get ones that cast us. Not by the hair, by chinny chin chin. <laughs> You're up to date. The news is on the website, RiviaRadio.cmc. Uh, back to the requests. And Graham, are you on the A8 motorway this morning? Graham would like Matt Bianco in half a minute. It can take you longer than that to get to Monaco.